0: Guys are great. Uh, I got an announcement to make. Um, Gentlemen, Sportsman's Night coming up October 18th. Um, Been in a few different churches as I've been growing up. And let me tell you something by far, this is the best church I've ever been to where men get involved. Um, Amen. Give the guys a hand, give God a hand. There's just something about God. Um, I've just got a crazy number in my head as I was praying today. And I got a shirt on that says one by one. It's not a Nike shirt. It's nothing like that. But it's one person winning one soul. That's what it's about. That's what we do in life. We're fishers of men. It says, he who wins souls is wise. And I'm a wise man in my father's eyes. So guys, for Sportsman's Night, it's going to be an incredible night. Pick up a flyer. The tickets are free. Incredible event. We might be even giving away some smoker triggers. You're not going to want to miss it Well, I'll get that information to you as we go But as I was praying God gave me this number 340 and I don't know. I mean God is just good. It's not about the numbers It's about souls that are saved um, we have a fr- I have a, a buddy that comes here And he brought a guy from work Never really been to church and he came here and, and Texas night where we had 247 men and he gave his heart to Christ That's what it's about. You know, we want them to come here, but if they get saved here and go somewhere else, so be it. But at least we're building the kingdom. Amen? Amen. Amen. Guys, pick up a flyer. It's going to be an incredible opportunity. So what I'm speaking on is change your environment. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) Beautiful picture. Um, You know, we go through life. We go through life sometimes, and this is our environment. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I told you where I work, what I do. And when you walk into a prison, this is what it's like. When you walk into where you work at, in a cubicle, we're pumping gas, that'd be Oregon. Um, working in a different, whatever location you're at, it can be dead. It can sap the life right out of you if you allow it to. For years, I let my job suck the life out of me, just suck it right out of me. And God began to show me, you need to change your environment. You know, we have the power inside of us to change our environment. Some of us, we all look frilly and happy and excited when we're at work. And then we hop in the car, and we got that face. Because we know inside, on the outside, I look like a pretty flower thanks but on the inside on the inside there's nothing but death no fruits no no joy no happiness no peace my question is, is who are you lying to the Holy Spirit already knows what lives inside of you where you're at what's going on inside of your life he already knows so how's your environment and you know, just ask yourself that question tonight don't answer it out loud, but at work, how's your environment at home with your wife and your husband and your kids? How's your environment? Chaos? I don't have kids. You know the word says um, uh, happy is a man whose quiver is full of those all those kids. Well, I don't have any kids. I'm pretty happy so <laughs> and I see some of the stuff that happens in life with people that have kids. I'm thinking. Lord, I dodged a bullet. (laughs) I just got an awesome wife. Love my wife. I'm my wife's servant. That's what God created me to be. To love my wife as Christ loved the church. Christ laid his life down so that he, Christ laid his life down so that he could be a servant for us. And that's what God told men to do. Lay down your life for your wife. Love her. I don't care if she humiliates you. Love your wife. So that's what I do. I love my wife. It's important to me. It's important to her. So as we go, what's in your environment? Where are you at? Only you know. Am I living a lie? Pretty flower? Dead on the inside? Or is it true? The real deal? Let's turn to Psalms 31. 31, 31.9 got this a couple weeks ago and I'll just read down through here it says be merciful to me O Lord for I am in distress my eyes grow weak with sorrow my soul my body with grief my life is consumed with anguish and my years by groaning my strength fails because of my afflictions and my bones grow weak because of all my enemies I am the utter contempt of my neighbors how about that I am the utter contempt of my neighbors. My my neighbors are the contempt to me. No, I'm just joking. But look at this. I am the utter contempt to my neighbors. I am a dread to my friends. Those who see me in the streets flee from me. I am forgotten by those and they think I'm dead. I have become like broken pottery. For I hear the slander of many and the terror on every side. They conspire against me. They plot to take my life. Pretty good way to start out the service, huh? You got, <laughs> you got the pretty picture, and we got an awesome word. I am in distress. My eyes grow weak. Amen. I didn't get much, many amens out of this. What's going wrong? What's, what's going wrong here? Something's going wrong. Let me break it down for you. I am in distress. My eyes, my soul, my body, my life, my years, my strength fails, my affliction, my bones, my enemies. I am forgotten. I have become. I hear the slander. They conspire against me. They plot to take my life. What's wrong? This is all about him it's all about you. Life isn't about you. Believe it or not, you know, it's it's crazy because God started telling me, I want you to start studying on change your environment. So I'm thinking, great. Then he starts putting me in different posts at work that I don't like. (laughs) It's really funny. I don't like to be in 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 a, well, a cage or a cell. I don't like to be boxed in where I can't get out unless somebody relieves me. I'm like a Oh, just a, I like to run free, like, kind of like a flower. I like, I like to move and be graceful and, and fun-loving. That's me, Sergeant Carter. I like, to, I like to just have fun. So when they put me in key distribution where there's some 700 and some keys, and I'm supposed to count them, and people come through, and they go, give me my keys, and they're yelling at me. And I smile. And then I slow down, and I put them in the drawer, and sometimes I get angry. But this week, I don't think I did. I handled it. God says change your environment. So what I did, I was it was so many days on day shift, which is incredibly busy, because I've got physical plant com- people coming in demanding things. And they usually smell. And then I've got everybody else demanding other stuff. And I just kind of this. am I right, Stephen? So he's worked it too. <laughs> And it just, it's, God's just like, smile, son, change your environment, change your environment. So I went and moved to Swing Shift, which is a shift I love, if you guys know me, and um, that's being facetious. Um, And they put me back in key distribution. So probably one night alone, I think I read through three books. Just reading the word, reading the word, reading the word. Anybody that came into my, came into my key distribution, those poor guys, they, all they got to hear was the word. Changing my environment, changing my environment, changing the way I see things, changing the way I look at things, changing the way I speak to things, changing the way I, things, the way I am on the inside so that my outside reflects what's on the inside. That's what we got to do. Not I am in distress I could have sat in there for two weeks and whined and cried about my situation. I even, well, I did ask Mr. Laney that came by. He's, he's my boss. I, I said, I go, who hates me? And he just laughed. I go, who did I make mad? And he goes, he goes well, he, he goes, the question is, is, who didn't you make mad? Um, so that kind of comes down here at the bottom that they're plotting to take my life. Um, Our focus has to be off of us. It has to be, if you want to change your environment, it's got to be off of you. I was working last night in segregation, which is the hole, and I love that place. just love working in there because I get to be free. And I'm working. Actually, one guy came out of the control point and swapped out just so he could work with me, which I thought was kind of fun. And so we had a good time on the, on the tier, and it started getting... From about 3.30 to 7.30, it started getting, um, it was just boring. We got all of our work done, and it was just boring. And all of a sudden, some stuff went down, and some things happened, and it started getting busy. And so from 7.30 to 10 o'clock, it just flew by. But during that time, it got incredibly stressful, just because of the stuff that was going on, the different things that happened. And there was a particular guy in there that was actually running the unit. And dude, this guy could not handle it. The stress, you could see he was about ready to snap. And I look at the guy I'm working with and I go, man, what's up? I mean, this all guy also, just a few months ago, passed out on the floor and had to go to the hospital because he can't deal with stress. This guy also has a religious bumper sticker on his truck car. You know, my question would be, that guy loves jesus do i want what he's got how are you changing your environment you know i said this to a captain he goes what are you doing because i I was working with a captain this week too and he goes i he he goes what are you working i said i'm changing my environment and he goes well i got some he goes i got some things you can do to change your environment and i said no i'm going to change it the way i want to change it you know there goes wisdom you know a lot of people would want you to change your environment by telling you to be quiet A lot of people might want to change your environment by saying, I want you to do what I want you to do. But, you know, I was reading in Acts last night and people didn't want Paul to preach the word. But he said, no, I must listen to my father. You know, there's a higher power. You know, I'll pay attention to the law, but there's a higher power and I'm going to speak the word. I'm going to change lives. Nothing's going to shut me up. You know, there's a higher power. It's not about me. I am in distress. How many of us have been through different situations and we've prayed? You know, when it starts out he's praying and it ends up he's praying down through here. But in 20, it says, in, my, in the shelter of your presence, you hide them. For the in, you hide them from the intrigues of men. In your dwelling, you keep us safe from accusing tongues. In the presence, I'm not concentrating on me anymore. In your presence, Father, you keep me from the intrigues, from the schemes, from the wickedness of men. In his presence. I think when we get into I am, we're in my presence. When we get into his presence, he keeps me away from the plots of other men. It says in your dwelling... You keep me safe from accusing tongues. How many of you know you're going to go through life, especially if you're a Christian and people are going to make up things about you? People have made up things about me numerous times. What are you going to say? You know, what does the word say? Woe unto you when everyone speaks well of you. You know, there's a handful of people at work that don't like me. I don't care. I Honestly, I I really don't care. I'm there to do my job and sow seed one by one by one by one by one nothing's going to stop me nothing's going to slow me down I am going to change my environment I am going to change the things that's in front of me God's going to flow through me because he's my father you know and I just got to say if, if you're in the environment that's tough whether it's your home or rather it's work could be anything. Stop whining and just do what God's called you to do. Just do it. Man, you you have the power to change your environment. That's what God's showing me. You have the power to change your environment. And you read down in 22, and I think we've all been here, and it says, in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight. Yet you heard my cry for mercy when I called for help. This is pretty good. In my alarm. That word alarm in the King James means in in my haste. In my haste, I said I was cut off from your sight. The word haste means fear or terrified. When I was terrified, I said I was cut off from your sight. It also means to be in a hurry. How many of us sometimes know we have to be somewhere, but I was too lazy to read the word last week, this week and last night so now I'm in a hurry so in my being in a hurry because I'm lazy I said I was cut off from your sight in my fear I said I was cut off from your sight then it says in the King James the first word which I love nevertheless you heard my cry for mercy when I called to you for help even though I doubted, that second thought came in. I knew God was with me. I was praying. I was praising. I said that you're going to hide me from your shelter. I said that you're going to keep me from accusing tongues because I know that because I'm in his presence. But I didn't hear his voice fast enough. I didn't, I didn't think he was running to me quick enough. So out of my fear or out of my laziness, I said you didn't hear my voice. You ever been there before? I've been there. Why? Out of my laziness. But it's awesome. Nevertheless, you heard my cry for mercy when I called to you for help. Nevertheless means surely you heard it. Certainly, you heard my cry. You know, sometimes we just think it's on my time. It's my time. It's not your time life isn't about you we're selfish as i think just as from being a baby all the way up you're just selfish you want your food you want your time you want your toys you want your bicycle you want your cars you want your guitars whatever your whatever your thing is in life you want change your environment get your focus off of you and get your focus on what God has you doing amen But how do we change it how do you completely change your environment to think a completely different way you must know who you are in Christ to change your environment if you don't know who you are in Christ you're not gonna change your environment you're gonna continue to walk down the same road you're going to continue to do the thing that's always been the same you know pastor said what's the insanity what's the what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again trying to expect a different result so what am I doing different to change my environment it's so easy to talk about Everything is going wrong. It's so easy to call up a friend and talk to them about what's not going right in my life. But it's a little tougher to crack open the word when you get home. To crack open the word when you get to work. Whenever you need it. Write down a scripture. Keep it in your pocket and read it. Know it. Study it. Understand it. Change your environment. I mean, I don't know where this is going in your lives, but I know where it is in my life. I don't know the, the crying, the upsetness because I need my environment changed. I t- a couple of weeks ago, I told you about the situation. I'm on my way to work and I'm crying and I said, Father, change my environment. Give me a new job or change me. It began in here. It begins in here. If you want your environment changed, get your focus off of you and change in here. Number one reason, number one step that you've got to take to change your environment is change your relationship with Christ. Change it with Him. That's your number one step. Who are you in Christ? What word encompasses you? What word surrounds you? What word are you standing on? What word can you not be bent on? You, it, it, it's firm in you no matter what. It's like a weld that's welded to your soul. You're not going to let it go. No one can pry it from you. It's in your dead hands, and you're not going to let it go. What word encompasses you? Do you have a word? If you don't have a word, look at this. A compass gives direction. A compass leads me to where I'm supposed to go on the path, right? If I don't have a word encompassing my life, surrounding my life, then which direction am I going? Which direction do I know which way to go? Where's your direction? Where's your compass? What word are you standing on? You know, I got this word at the very end. I actually wanted to speak this two weeks ago. And God says, no, you'll get another chance. And I'm thinking, yeah, when? Six months from now? I mean, I, I didn't really say that, but it's like, that's what I thought. And it's kind of funny because a week later, Tom asked me, "Kay, hey, can, you, can you speak? And I said, man, I'd love to. And God told me to, you know, start studying on this before he even asked me to. And I'm going to show you the word that encompasses me. The, it, it can't be pry. I, I go around. Everybody, everybody that knows me at work knows this word because I speak it to them. Whether they want to hear it or not, I speak it to them. I don't care. It's my word. And no one's going to pry it from me. But what word are you standing on? If you don't have a word, I would stress to you, get a word. It's important. It's your path. It's your direction in life. Let me give you a couple. Psalms 34, 8. It says, taste and see that the Lord your God, or taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. The word blessed also means in the amplified. Blessed, happy, fortunate is the man who takes refuge in my God. Write that down, man. I've been having a rough day at work. Man, I'm tasting and seeing how good my God is. I'm tasting and seeing, blessed, happy, fortunate am I because I take refuge in my king. No one can come against me all the days of my life. There, see, it already came out. Uh, What's your word? Blessed, happy, fortunate is the man who takes refuge in his king. You guys are serving the king of kings. Nine, it says, fear the Lord. Fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him lack nothing. That word fear, the first word fear, means to respect or to be afraid. How many of you know we need to have a a healthy respect for our father? We need a healthy respect for our father because he's the one that gives us everything. He says he chastises those that he loves. And in the second part of the scripture, it says... For those who fear him lack nothing. The, word, the, the first fear means to respect. So respect the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear, and that second fear means to worship. For those who worship him lack nothing. Respect the Lord, you his saints. For those who worship him lack nothing. You're going to lack nothing because I'm worshiping my father. I went to bed last night. This is crazy. I'm reading the word before I go to bed. And I had four or five dreams. I kept waking up thinking, man, I got, I got to get some sleep tonight. I got, to, I got to preach tomorrow. Well, I wasn't even reading the word. I was, just, I was dreaming I was reading, reading the word. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> but I still was tired. Figure that one out. Worship the Lord when you're sleeping. Worship him when you're awake. Worship him when you're on your way to work. Worship him when you're eating dinner. Continue to worship the Lord. Why? Because you're going to lack nothing. There's no lack in my life. There is no lack. There's no room for lack. Why? Because I worship my Father. You know, I might have $5 in my checking in account, but there's no lack. There's no lack. It's how you look at it. How you looking at it. I'm worshiping my Father, and there's no lack in my life. None. Though the lions grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing when you seek Him, you're not going to lack anything. Write those scriptures down, put it in your pocket, read it, memorize it, study it, get it in you. If you've got lack in your life, in every area, lack of love, lack of peace, lack of joy, whatever, if you worship your God, you're not going to have any lack. It's just the way life goes. I was listening to Dr. Cho, is that right, today. Uh, and he said, he, he would say a thousand times before he goes to bed that by your stripes I am healed. By your stripes I am healed. By your stripes I am healed. And before too long, a couple weeks ago, I talked about the fourth dimension. That begins to, to, to radiate throughout your body. Your body just begins to get into line, alignment with the Word. It begins to get into alignment with the Word. So I have no lack in my life because I worship my Father. I have no lack in my life because I worship my Father. But you know what's crazy is sometimes we're just too lazy to open up our mouth. Too lazy. That's why I've made a decree to myself I will never be shut up. I won't be shut up. There are times sometimes I don't want to say nothing, believe it or not. But I will not be shut up. Those who are laughing know me. I love my God. It's just awesome to be able to go to work in an environment that I used to hate and know that this is my ground to show the peace of God in my life. I mean, God can change anything around for you. You can cry about it all you want to, and trust me, that ain't going to get you anywhere. I don't know how many years of that I had. But as soon as I began to speak His Word into my life, I began to speak the Word into my friend's life. I got more friends than I can think of. More friends than I can count on two hands. That's pretty darn good. It's pretty good. And I speak the word into their life. Sometimes they don't necessarily want to hear it, but it'll make a difference. What does it say? The wounds of a friend? a Faithful are the wounds from a friend. Dude, I love you. I'm going to tell you what I think. You know, I'm not going to lash you or beat you or anything like that, but I'm going to come to you as a brother and tell you that I love you. This is what I think but I'll do it once I have a relationship with you. I'm not going to be an idiot and just go up to somebody the first time I meet them and say, man, you're screwing up. You're a retard. (laughs) Well, actually, I do do that. But I'm not going (laughs) to... You guys get it. All right. (laughs) Respect the Lord, all you saints, for those who worship him lack nothing. Psalms 114 This is really good. I was just reading this the other night. When Israel came out of Egypt, we all know Egypt's bondage, right? When Israel came out of Egypt, the house of Jacob and the people of foreign tongues, Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his dominion. When we came out of bondage, next verse. Oh, that's it, never mind. When we came out of bondage, Judah means praise. Judah became God's sanctuary. Praise became God's sanctuary. And peace, Israel is peace. Peace his dominion. You need peace in your life right here. Judah, praise became God's sanctuary. You want, you, you want to get in God's sanctuary? You want to get into his presence? Praise him. Praise him with your tongue. Praise him with your hands. Praise him with your feet. Praise Him with your body. Praise Him with what you've got. Praise Him with your finances. Praise Him with everything that you've got in you. Dude, sometimes there is one part of lacking me. That part is that sometimes I lack the ability to get more praise out. I mean, sometimes I'm I'm just bursting at the seams, and I just start speaking it because I wish somebody was there to listen to me. Praise became God's sanctuary when you came out of bondage I'm out of bondage and now praise became God's sanctuary peace is domain there's peace in my house peace in my house is there peace in your house just say it there's peace in my house you start arguing you start arguing with your wife with your husband with your kids not in my house there's peace in my house so I'll say it together there's peace In my house some of us need to say that a thousand times a night there's peace in my house some of you guys are healthy but you need peace you know who knows what's going on on the inside I need peace I need peace and my word and I didn't give it up there because I want you guys to turn to your Bible And if you didn't bring your Bible shame on you (laughs) Joshua 1 5 this will preach all day long so I'll be closing now for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> I love this scripture. Actually, I was speaking speaking this scripture to an inmate last night. I just speak it to anybody. I don't care who you are. You're getting it. Joshua 1:5. No one will stand against me all the days of my life. I say it a little bit different because I made it personal. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will never I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. No one I don't care where you go. I don't care if you're in Walmart. No one will stand against you all the days of your life. I don't care if you're in Sing Sing prison. No one will be able to stand against me all the days of my life. I don't care if you're standing in front of the president of the United States and I've got an order from God. No one will come against me all the days of my life. I walk in courage. I walk in strength. And at the end of that, actually, in verse 6, it says be strong and courageous. That's a command. No one will come against me all the days of my life. You can probably know I've said this a million times. And I believe it. And I know it. It's in me. No one will come against me all the days of my life. Just as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. He's talking to Joshua. If we was talking, he was with Moses, he was with Joshua, he's with me. Amen. He's with me. Read on down, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. It doesn't matter how tough the, the time gets. My God's with me. It might look like I'm there by myself, but He's with me. My environment's changing. I'm changing my environment because no one can stand against me. Nobody. Six, it says, Be strong and courageous. Because I will lead, because you will lead these people to inherit the land, I swore to your forefathers to give them. Be strong and courageous. You know, we're not the Israelites walking in this. But you know what? I believe God has given me people to walk into the land of inheritance. God's with me. No one will stand against me. And I'm going to walk the people that God puts in my path into the inheritance of Of eternal life because Jesus is with me no one can stand against you I mean that's courageous then it says be strong and courageous and in that one it says be strong and very courageous and in nine it says have I not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be terrified do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go If that's not an environment changer for you then nothing will be nothing will be an environment changer for you you got a God that says I will be with you wherever you go he says no one will be able to stand against you I was talking to my buddy today and he had a situation going on and I said you know what when God's with you God goes before you God's there with you and God's there after you leave what else do you need I said, sometimes you don't even have to say anything because when you leave, the Holy Spirit's still there and He's working on them. You don't got to say nothing. I walk down my corridor. It's my, they can have it. I walk down the corridor. I walk down in Costco. Wherever I go, my God's with me. I'm strong and I'm courageous. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. So my question tonight to you, is that the inside of your life? Pretty flower on the outside, but used up, no water, no life, no nothing. Just broken down, no joy, no peace. I challenge you tonight, the scriptures that I gave you, Write them down, read them, repeat them, get them into you. It's life. God's not going to change the environment for you. You have to change the environment through Christ. It's the only way it's going to happen. You know, I would almost think that the Israelites probably could have gotten to the promised land in probably 30 days, maybe 40 days but they wanted to whine and cry and moan and complain and it took them 40 years. So the place you're at right now today, how long is it going to take you to get through this desert? You know, it's funny, I had a situation come up last week and it took me one day to get through something that it took me almost five or six months to get through it last time and I still never even got through it. I was listening to... A pastor, a couple months ago, you guys can close your word. I was listening to a pastor a few months ago and he said that sin in your life will be like a circle. It will continue to go around and around and around. And until you conquer it, until you look up and let him take it and you conquer it, it will continue to circle and circle and circle. And in that, God has given you the ability to change it, to look it in the face, to look it in the face and say, no more. Not in my house. Not in my house. I've commanded you, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Not in my house. I'm not whining anymore. I'm not crying anymore. Not in my house. That one thing that took me six months Before to take care of it took me one day to squash because of the power of God in my life Amen you guys go and close your word and bow your heads If you're here tonight And you're in a situation that you want your environment change. You've never asked Jesus into your heart You don't have a personal relationship with him but you want one. I want to know about this God the King of kings and the Lord of lords. If that's you tonight and you want to join the kingdom I'd ask you to raise your hand so we can pray with you. I'm not going to call you out call you up front but if there's anybody in here that would like to accept Christ in their life raise your hand with nobody looking around and let me pray with you. Amen. Amen. For the rest of us, we're going through life, doing the best thing that we can, going through life the best way that we know, doing what we know. But yet, you know what? It's time to change. It's time to change my environment. I'm sick of the people I work with. I'm sick of the job I have to go to day after day. I'm sick of living the lie the pretty flower on the inside and nothing but death on the on the inside I'm sick of it I want something new and you want to change your environment raise your hand and I want to pray with you tonight thank you, thank you thank you, thank you thank you, thank you thank you Anybody else thank you? You know what's crazy is it's God do when we make the first step God comes running right to us. But it's up to us to take that first step. And man, God will show you deliverance like never before. Anybody else? Thank you. Father, I thank you and praise you tonight for the people that raised their hands. Lord, I pray, be with them every step of the way as they read the word in their life right now in the name of Jesus, that the word would become alive in them, that this environment, Lord, that as they begin to walk through life, that it will change like never before, that it would unfold the mystery of Lord God that you have for our life would unfold to them that your word would begin to encompass their life and the paths that you have for them would be shown to them Lord God and that the true joy of living for you would just abound them like never before Father make them strong and courageous this is the new day this Father is a new day It is you, Lord God, on why we live. For the ones who raise their hands, Lord God, strengthen them, encourage them, be with them. For today, Father, is that new day. In your name we pray. Amen. Love you guys. Just an awesome opportunity. I just love being a servant. Love doing what God's called me to do. And you know what? No matter where you're at, where you work, who your friends are, you're a servant. It's all we are. If if being a servant wasn't too good for my Jesus, it's not too good for me. Love my God. I love my God. As we close, I want to just pray for you guys as we get ready to leave. Father, be with us tonight as we leave. Strengthen us. Encourage us as we hit the parking lot. Keep us safe. Have a good weekend. And Lord God, send somebody across our path that we can speak life into. Lord, this world isn't about me. It's about you. You be glorified in our lives as we go today. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand. Amen.